Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see here, oh, Karashi, a Volpera who writes to us all the way from Thunder Totem in the broken... What's a Volpera doing in Thunder Totem? Well, anyway, she writes, Dear Tosh Mafuni, My mate Spartacus and I have been traveling around the world since the Volpera joined the Horde last year, and we learned about the Half-Hill Report when we were in Pandaria a while ago. Ah, sorry I missed meeting you. Anyway, we've really enjoyed listening to it and thought you might be interested in hearing a bit about us. We spent a lot of time in Pandaria and had a yip of a time. Yip of a time. Well, I don't know what that means, but it was so beautiful and has such a fascinating history. But the time came to move on, and now we're in a place called the Broken Isles. Lots of water and lots of islands. So strange from two travelers from a barren desert where water is so scarce and valuable. One of the most interesting places we visited is an area called High Mountain. And indeed, there are many very high mountains. Another shock for little folk from a mostly flat place. We've really enjoyed spending time with the Torrens in their capital of Thunder Totem. And hot sands, everything there is so big. Hot sands, they have a very interesting language. Anyway, hot sands, everything there is so big, especially the Torrens. But they've made us very welcome, thank the sands. The sands again. We wondered if you've ever visited the Broken Isles and if you could recommend some other interesting places for us to see. Sincerely, Karashi. Well, what a great letter, Karashi. It sounds like you and Spartacus really enjoy traveling. You know, that reminds me of an uncle of mine, Bing Mafuni, and his best friend, Bai Young Eagerhope, who just loved to travel. As a matter of fact, they were almost always on the road to somewhere. Huh. I wonder what ever became of those two. Anyway, thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. The Red Crane Society, led by their fiery spokesperson, Irie Freeflower Ironshin, wife of our very own sports reporter, Jan, have launched a new initiative they're calling Can't Touch This, in response to growing reports of the unwelcome patting of Volperans on the head. Speaking at a rally here on campus, Irie told the small group of curious onlookers, Our Volperan brothers and sisters threw off the chains of Sethrak oppression and are deserving of our respect. So, no matter how cute you find them, remember, unwelcome padding is demeaning to this noble and resourceful race. In news from around Azeroth, you may recall a few weeks ago we reported on an unusual phenomenon Mentors, teachers, and trainers from all over the world reported a remarkable increase in their students' ability to gain from experience, sometimes double the normal rate. When we originally reported this, experts predicted this unexplained phenomenon would last only a few weeks. Well, experts are now predicting this trend will continue for at least 
several more months. Hey folks, you'll certainly gain wonderful experience when you shop with the fine vendors at Half Hill Market. The vendors there have everything you need from farm to table at the best prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. And now, the farm report. Joe Gu's word on tomorrow's crops is red blossom leeks. Red blossom leeks add a wonderful aromatic bite to many local dishes, including the famous Four Senses Brew and Chun Tian Spring Rolls. Hmm, just like Mom makes. Red blossom leeks grow quite well in the fertile soil here in the valley, but if you aren't much of a farmer, <laughs> like me, you can obtain them from Jinyu, Sprites, or Trolls. The Farm Report is sponsored by the Tillers, education and support for farmers in the valley today and forming the future farmers for tomorrow. It's time for the Rizhak Report, a semi-regular report from our Goblin in the Field, brought to you by Keen Bean Kaffa. Take it away, Rizhak. Hey, college. Rizhak here with another not war report. <laughs> I've been up to something new. Well, new for me anyways. A lot of folks put a lot of stock in the auction house, but to me, it always seemed like a scam, especially since them auctioneers take the commission right off the top, and they keep your deposit whether you sell anything or not. What a sucker bet. But this time, I think I got a surefire winner. Let me start at the beginning. You remember I worked out this deal with the dock master at the Zaralor? My ogres would do some heavy lifting for him, and I'd get a break on some of my deals that involve uh, tariffs and such like. That's been going pretty well. The other day, I was really able to help him out with a ship that had been uh, sort of abandoned at the harbor with a cargo of magical sprouting beans and elixirs of endless wonder. Nobody had paid the tariffs, so the dockmaster impounded it and offered me the cargo if I paid the outstanding bills. The bill was pretty cheap, so I took the deal. Then I had all this stuff and no immediate buyer or a place to put it, so I loaded up the ogres and had him take it to the portal at the Great Seal so as I could get the stuff to the auction house in Orgrima. Yeah, it took a lot of time at the portal. <laughs> Good thing they don't charge for that. So, as we speak, I have 847 cottons up for sale for 48 hours, and I can't wait to collect the gold. I put them in at a fair price, but not too cheap. Nobody else had any for sale, so I think they must be pretty rare. I don't want to gouge people, though. That's not my style. So, that's it for now. Kind of a cliffhanger, huh? Tune in next time to see just how rich Rizak is. <laughs> Thanks, Rizak. You know, it sounds like he actually may have found a legitimate business opportunity here, and I sure hope it works out well for him this time. The Rizak Report is sponsored by Keen Bean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar, you have one more day to enjoy the Feast of Noble Garden, so gather up your young ones, get your egg-hunting baskets ready, and find your way to any of eight towns around Azeroth to collect eggs and chocolates and some fun prizes. Coming up later this month 
our Volunteer Guard Day, and one of my personal favorites, Children's Week. It's time now for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, how was your family's visit to Azure Watch? Did you all enjoy Noble Garden? Hey there, Tosh. Yes, yes, we enjoyed very much. Taolin wasn't able to go because she is so busy at Shadowpan Garrison, so it was just cousin Demesis, Alice, and I. Oh, but little Alice had so much fun looking for eggs and chocolates for to bring home to Taolin. You know, she forgot her basket from last year, but there was nice vendor in middle of town who gave her one for free. She just charms everyone she meets, doesn't she? You know, she does. Sometimes I am thinking it might get her too used to having her own way. But there is old Draenei saying, little girls, like butterflies, need no excuse. And a wise saying it is. So, other than gathering eggs and chocolates, did you spend time doing anything else while you were there? Uh, before or after Demesis and Alice got turned into bunnies. What? Well... You remember what happened to me last year at Noble Garden? Oh, that's right. <laughs> you got turned into a pink bunny rabbit. Right, right. So, anyway, this time... Hang on, hang on. It, didn't Alice give you a name when you were a bunny and she didn't know it was you? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Oh, come on. Sure you do. It was, it was so cute. What was it? It was a little Miss Flopsy Feet. I'm sorry, Velma, I, I couldn't hardly hear you. What was that? It was Little Miss Flopsyfeet. There, are you happy now? C can I go on with story, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. So, like I am saying, after last year, we explained what happened. And Alice remembered. So this year, she wanted to become Bunny. So I buy Blossoming Branch from vendor there and turn her into Little Pink Bunny. Ah, oh, Tosh, she was so happy, bouncing around and running, but Demesis, she was not so happy. Well, why? What happened? Well, she was standing little too close when I used branch. Oh, no. Right. I accidentally turned Demesis into little brown and white bunny, which was kind of funny, until Demesis's pet hyena Jake notice her oh oh no oh yes he started chasing her all over azure watch i wasn't sure if he was just playing but of course i couldn't take chance so i had to pull him off and hold him till i could turn her and alice back wow i bet demesis was furious she was for a minute until she saw alice laughing about it and then of course i started laughing and then she laughed too Anyway, after all that excitement, we decide to go for a visit to Exodar and to take Alice to meet some of my family. Oh, how wonderful. I, I think that's the first time you've taken her there, right? Yes, it was. We meet my cousins Padar, Fari, and Ared, who are all jewel crafters. They all welcome Alice and love her very much, but they were sorry that Daolin couldn't come. And, of course, now Alice wants to be Jewel Crafter. So, Demesis buy her Jewel Crafter's kit and say, Alice, 
I hope maybe you grow up to be great jewel crafter instead of soldier. Eh, I notice that the missus have sort of sad look in her eye. I think she hopes Alice will grow up in peaceful world and never have to be soldier like her. You know, Velmek, I think that's something we all wish for all of our children. I know, right? After that, we take her to Hall of Lights, but she finds images of demons too frightening. So instead, we take her to see where Prophet Velen used to hold court before he go to Stormwind to help with war planning. And then finally, we take her to see the seat of the Naru, where Oros used to be before he was killed by Velen's son. Very sad. But still, we explain to her how Oros came to Azeroth on Exodar with Draenei. Wow, what did she think of all that? It's kind of hard to say. She was very quiet whole time. But as we were making that long walk back up to main level of Exodar, Alice asked me, Daddy, am I Draenei? <laughs> I laugh and explain to her that Draenei means exiled ones in Erodar language. And we are called that because we are refugees. The Mises tell her that many peoples on Azeroth are like Draenei because they are refugees from other places who are looking for a safe home where they can be happy. Alice stops walking and looks like she is thinking. I ask her, what is it, Alice? Then she look up at both of us and say, well, I am war orphan and refugee from Arathi Highlands. So, I am Draenei. I pick her up and hug her tight and say, yes, you are, my little Alice. Yes, you are. Well, Wow, Velmek. Tush, you okay, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Some uh, <clears throat> some uh, dust got in my eye. <clears throat> well, it sounds like it was a wonderful trip. So, where to next week, my friend? So, I heard letter from Karashi about her and her partner Spartacus. And, although I did report on in from Thunder Totem, I am thinking maybe we should go back there and explore it a little more. Well, we'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're a local or a visitor from far away, you'll always find the very best food and drinks at the Lazy Turnip, especially when you order up a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, be sure to tune in later tonight for You Bet the Farm. Join in on the laughs as that irrepressible host, May Grumpo, quizzes two everyday Pandarans with questions that'll be sure to tickle your funny bone. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria.
The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.